How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast. I'm Lori, in case you're brand new to me. And in case you're not brand new to me, then you saw that I didn't do a podcast last week. Funny how life happens. I actually kind of cleared my schedule last week because the kids were going to be off for their spring break. And it ended up being a good thing I did because my husband was sick. And so for quite a few days there, we tiptoed around him. (laughs) Actually, he just locked himself in the bedroom. But we were quite sure he had the corona. But he didn't. So that was, so that was good. It was weird, right? We've all been so careful and so healthy. And so it's weird just to have a regular cold. But anyway, uh, long story short, with three kids in the house and, you know, alternating between like lots of energy and bored, mom, I'm bored and all that kind of stuff. And then me worrying that we'd all have to lock down if we were close contacts. We, we were busy. And so I didn't get a podcast done. There you go. Stay lovey. I'm back this week. What I want to talk about is something that a lot of us struggle with, I think, which is you can call it imposter syndrome. You can call it self-doubt, the mindset issues, right? We all have these mindset issues. And I know for me, they, they ebb and flow. Sometimes they change during the month. Have you ever noticed that your energies are up higher at certain times of the month and at other times of the month, you just kind of want to hide under a blanket and you want everybody else to disappear for a little while? So there's definitely some of that at play, but I actually just had a message from an author who said, I'm still working on my self-confidence and she's not alone, right? I saw another author with a post on Facebook and I can't remember exactly what she said, but basically, ah, imposter syndrome, (laughs) help, right? So what I want to talk today about is a way to hack through the imposter syndrome, hack your way to more self-conscious, conscious, more self-confidence in speaking with the words. So this is not like a replacement. If you need therapy or counseling, this is not anything official. I do have, you know, an honors degree in psychology and undergrad degree, but that was like 15 years ago. And I'm not sure I really paid attention. Oh, that's funny. That brings me back. So anyway, the point is that, you know, it's actually a lot like my books. If you're not familiar with my book, I have the Mindful Mantra series. And the most popular one with people is I Can Handle It. And it's popular with kids because the pictures are just so relatable. It's everyday situations that as adults, we're like, get over it. That's not a big deal. But to the child, they're like, I lost my favorite shoe and life will not continue as we know it until it's found. And so the kids really relate to it. And what the parents like, of course, is that it really helps the kids to improve their self-efficacy. And what I have found is I get messages weekly from adults saying, when are you writing this for me? I need this. And so I like to joke and say, you know, if I wrote one for adults, it would It would just end and I can handle it with a glass of wine or a bag of chips or something like that, which of course is not a good coping mechanism. I know that. Please don't email me about it. I'm making a joke. But much like I can handle it sort of hacks into a child's self-efficacy using affirmations. That's what we're going to do today, or at least some variation of it. So what we're going to do is I'm going to talk to you about a system to set up for every morning. And then I also have a link that you can download sort of my version of this. And then you have a, you know, rather than just listening, you have something to read and then work from for your own. So that link is going to be lauriewrightauthor.com slash hack 
your mindset. There we go. I made it up just now on the spot because I don't have this already made. I better make myself a note (laughs) because that's how I'm rolling. That's how I'm rolling at the moment. So lauriwrightauthor.com forward slash hack your mindset. Okay. So that's where you can get, you can get my version of this. So here's what we do in the morning. When you wake up, you wake up with intention. So let me give you a brief rundown of what my mornings used to look like. You all, if you're not new to me, you know that I do this full time. You know that my husband has been able to semi-retire. He owns his own business, so it goes in on the weekends, but he's the one up in the mornings getting the kids up and ready and off for school. And he likes it. He likes to get up early, whereas I'm naturally a night owl and I like to sleep in as long as possible. I like my body to wake me up, (laughs) which some days, some days was as late as nine o'clock, but most often like my natural waking point would be 8 p.m. But if you have kids that have to get off in the morning to school, you know that if you're the one in charge of that, that doesn't happen. You don't get to sleep until eight. Although there was this good six months period when I was in charge of it and we were late every day. <laughs> Not good for the chairperson of the school council to be late every day for six months. I digress. Okay. So here's, here's what we do. We wake up with intention. So rather than, rather than, you know, letting your body wake you up or the kids wake you up or your husband wake you up or your wife wake you up or, you know, rather leaving it up to the dog, you're going to wake up intentionally at a time that you pick. And so you need enough time to do whatever it is that you really want to do in the morning. But this is my sort of morning routine. I wake up. I do hit snooze a few times because I'm really not a morning person. So I set my alarm for half an hour before I actually want to wake up. Sometimes I get up and sometimes I wait, you know, and press it five times. But anyway, I'm up at 6.30. And for me, something really important that I really let go during the first half, I would say, of the pandemic was my health and wellness physically. So I had been working out and then I moped on the couch for, I don't know, felt like a year, but was probably more like five months. You know, when we can't go out anywhere, because here in Canada, we're really locked down a lot still. So we can't really go out anywhere. And like our entertainment seems like it's eating. I'm digressing again. Anyway, my friends, uh, what I put into my morning routine is waking up and exercising right away. Because if I don't do it right away, I won't do it. And so then I do some reading and I do some writing and I shower and I get ready and I'm up with the kids and able to help them, whatever they need help with, walk them to school and start my work day. So this is, you know, if you think about how I used to sleep until eight and sometimes even later, this is very different when I'm waking up intentionally. And beyond just waking up at a time intentionally, I then have sort of my steps mapped out. And so for me, it's exercising and then reading and writing. And so what you're going to do is the writing part and the reading part very condensed together. And this is the hack that I'm going to go into. So much like the book I can handle it. See, I'm circling back here. I'm getting to it. We're going to write out some affirmations, some rules, and a vision for ourselves to first we write and then we read every morning to ourselves and it helps hack the imposter syndrome in your brain. If you get up every morning and you read out your vision statement and your rules and your affirmations every day for 30 days, your imposter syndrome should definitely be in the rear view mirror. Again, not a licensed therapist, so (laughs) don't come calling at my door to uh, give me trouble if this doesn't work for you. Let's get to it. So... The first step in the morning routine, routine, routine in the writing is your vision statement, let's call it. So this is a third person statement. 
that you're writing about yourself that is slightly future paced, meaning don't write about whatever's going on in your life right now. Write about where you want to be. And so for mine, I talk third person, Lori. Lori is a mom first, a wife second, and an entrepreneur third. And I have to remind myself about this because my business can overtake my whole mind, all my thoughts. I can neglect everything and everyone else in my life. And so I have to remind myself. And so these are my priorities. My kids always come first. So, you know, you do, you do you, boo. But anyway, this is mine. Lori is a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur. She's a successful children's author and marketing coach. So now you have your first line. Lori is a, she or he is a successful children's author. So this is a perfect future pacing, whether or not you are published yet. If you're not published yet and you say you're a successful children's author, that's a future pace. That's looking forward to your vision of the future, right? And if you're currently a children's author, but you're not feeling so successful at it, calling yourself a successful children's author is for you as well, future pacing, right? So then talk about what you are good at. So for me, Lori excels at helping people focus on the activities that matter and ignoring the ones that don't because there's a lot of fluff out there. There's a lot of information we have to cut through and that's what I'm really good at. So I want you to think, what are you really good at? What do you excel at? And I want you to write that down. So this is, for me, this is two sentences and then I go on a little bit more, but your vision. So you're a little bit future-paced, and it's your vision of yourself. So your name is, you are a successful children's author. That should be in everyone's. You are a successful children's author. And then what do you excel at or what are you working towards excelling at, if that makes sense? So that's your first bit. Now, this is going to be an evolving document. This is going to change over time. So what I would like you to really do is download, you know, my version, my copy, write your own. Don't use mine because that's not going to help you get over imposter syndrome. If you're, you know, if you're plagiarizing my vision statement, it's not the same as yours. You need your own, but it will evolve. So write it out. So I'm still on handwriting versions. I feel like eventually when I feel like it's um, really solid that I'll put it on my, on probably a Google doc so that I can access it from any device because there's always a device around. But right now it's really on paper. It's been on paper for quite a while, but you know, I say it out loud to myself and certain parts really resonate and certain parts need changing. So this is what works for me. So write that out, write out your vision statement. And that is third person. You're talking about yourself in the future and how fantastic you are. So yay you. Okay. The second part of your morning routine here in the reading and the writing is a section about rules. This is so impactful. I really, really hope that you, you take this to heart and you do it and you try it for 30 days because it's crazy. The impact this will have on your life and your self-esteem and your cognition and how you change living your life. So rules are in first person. And I want you to write out, this might not be what you do right now. This is like in your perfect version of you, what you do. So for me, and I had to change this, remember? So I used, it used to be, I spend one hour a day learning about something that will help move my mind forward or my business forward so that I never feel left behind or stagnant because I really value learning and I love to read and I have a stack of books. <laughs> Nod your head if you're like me, you have a stack of books next to your bed. Some I even specifically asked for for Christmas and I still haven't read because I'm overwhelmed. I look at the stack, I don't know where to start, but now I have a rule. Now what I found was one hour day was too lofty for me. So now my rule is I spend one hour a week at least learning about something that will help me grow and move forward so that I never feel left behind or stagnant. Okay, I have more rules. So I have a rule about exercising. So I'm going to tell you my rule about exercising. And this helps me. I can't tell you how much this helps me. So 
I started at five times a week, but it's just a little bit too much. Sometimes my body hurts from the previous day's workout and then I just need like a stretching session or I just need to maybe meditate or something like that. But so right now what it says is I exercise three times a week consistently so that I age with strength and confidence. Being fit helps my brain, my body, my mood and my confidence. So now why this is important is because three times a week consistently, if I am telling this to myself every morning, I exercise three times a week consistently. There is a cognitive dissonance. If you're saying to yourself every morning, I exercise three times a week and then you're not doing it, right? So by telling yourself, I spend one hour a week at least reading a book. If I exercise three times a week at least... If you say that to yourself every day over and over and over for 30 days, you will be a person who exercises three times a week consistently and you will be a person who spends one hour a week reading or whatever works for you. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I have a rule about productivity planning because for a while there I was really getting overwhelmed. So I do coaching one-on-one and I was just having trouble juggling all the things. I have this podcast, I have a website, I have two email lists going, I have a lot going on. And I discovered a new scheduling strategy that made a huge difference to me. And so now I incorporate that into my rules. Also in my rules are how I start the day. So I start the workday with intention. And although it's not always perfect, it's the effort that matters. And honestly, it is so not perfect. (laughs) But what matters? The effort is what matters. So I start the day with intention, not the day, the work day, because you better believe I'm sleeping in on the weekends whenever I can. Okay. So as you say these to yourselves, I don't just want you to read it and blah, 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 read it, skim it. I'm done. You need to close your eyes and you need to really feel it as you read it. And that's what makes the difference with affirmations. I'm not asking you to hold a mirror up to your face and say it to yourself in the mirror, but that would be the most effective. (laughs) But I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to sit on the couch and say these out loud to yourself or at least out loud kind of in your head and really feel them as you say them. I start the workday with intention. And you know what happens? You will start the workday with intention. It's amazing. Okay. So now after your rules, so aim for like three to five rules to get started. And then as you grow and as you set bigger and loftier goals, you might change this and update it. Like I said, it will be an evolving document. Okay. So now principles. So principles are like how you live your life. And you can see how this will impact more than just your publishing business, more than just your writing. It's going to impact your entire life. And it's amazing. And it really does work. So I really hope you all do this with me and let me know. Okay, principles. So for me, me personally, everything I do is through a lens of learning. What lessons are available to me from every experience? So do you know what that does? That means if I launch a coaching course or if I publish a book or if I send an email and it flops, any of those things flop. Yeah, it stings. But because everything I do is through a lens of learning, what lessons are available to me from that experience? What can I learn? What can I um, do differently, do better next time from that? And so that's a really important principle for me because it's all about learning. I'm, I'm really a huge fan of that whole, you know, there's no failing. The only time you fail is if you quit because you're either winning or you're learning. And I, I'm a true believer in that. Another one of my principles is I enjoy life. 
Because sometimes I feel like the days and the weeks and the months go by so fast that we forget to stop and enjoy those moments with our family, those moments with our friends, those moments in nature that can be fleeting and that we don't pay attention to. And so for me, this is a really important principle. I enjoy life. I care passionately about my family. I check in with my friends and family because boy, this year, this one kind of fell by the wayside. And so it had to go on to my morning routine, my, my list here, because I need to be the kind of person who does that. Because in my mind, I'm the kind of person who does that. But for the past year, if I haven't been doing it, then I'm not the kind of person who does it. So I need to put it in here and I need to, to make sure I do it. Right? So I've got a few other principles. A really important principle that I live by and teach my clients is the best way to start is to just start because we all sort of let imposter syndrome creep up on us sometimes and it can delay a start because we want it to be perfect. We want it to be just right. But the truth is everything. nothing is just right. It's never just right. So the best way to start is just to start. Okay, the last part of this morning routine or morning formula is a set of affirmations. So again, these are in first person. I think I just said that funny. First person. (laughs) Okay. And you need to choose the ones that will be the most meaningful for you. Start off with three to five, unless you have a whole bunch. But remember, each time you're going through and you're reading this to yourself, you are reading it, you are feeling it. If you can read it out loud, if you're willing, that would be the best. But feel it as you read it in your head. I hope that makes sense. So here's some of mine and and these stem from my own insecurities. So the first one for me is I am capable of making good decisions. And so for a long time, because I don't have a sales or marketing background, I always was looking to others, looking to others, looking to others, but course after course after course, because I have no idea how to be a business person, how to be an entrepreneur, how to, I don't know, how to do an ROI or KPI or what they even mean, right? All that kind of stuff. And so for a long time, many years, I was constantly searching for others to help validate me and my decision-making skills and my opinions. And what happened was it diluted that raw talent and energy and enthusiasm to the point where it really impacted my my business in a bad way. And so now my affirmation is I am capable of making good decisions. But if I do make a bad one, I learn from it, I take responsibility, and then I move on. And I can't tell you how powerful this is for me personally. I don't need anything else to be successful. I have all that I need and more. Now, that might not be true for you. That might not resonate with you because maybe you do need something because you're struggling. For me personally, this resonates with me because like I said, I have course upon course upon course, book upon book upon book because I, for so many years, I was looking outside myself. So I don't need anything else. If there's anything I find that I'm lacking, I can go back to something I already have and I can revisit it and learn from it again. But this is really important to me because what I realized was I was spending time looking to others still. And again, looking to other influencers, thought leaders, that kind of thing. And I I don't need it. It's distracting. And what I found repeatedly, oh, I already knew that. Oh, actually, I already kind of knew that. Oh, that's just a different way of saying what I already knew. So I really had to wise up (laughs) and realize I don't need anything else to be successful and I am capable of making good decisions. Okay. So I have an, I have a few more. I have, I love myself. I love my family. Well, I make sure they feel seen, heard, loved, and supported. And I can't tell you how important that one is to me. I am smart, capable, able to think big ideas and then make them happen. 
I am the leader I needed. And then one of the most valuable affirmations to me in my life is I show up and I take imperfect action because just like so many of you, I would really rather wait until my blog post is perfect. My podcast is perfect. My email is perfect. My pictures are perfect. My captions are perfect. My books are perfect. And so over the past five years, I've had to learn and realize it's never perfect. Anytime you put anything out there in the world, someone's going to love it and someone's going to hate it. You're going to make spelling mistakes. Even if you try really, really hard. I have a friend who just published a book on resumes and she's like, oh my goodness, I just read it again. I made so many mistakes. It happens. And it's not life ending. It's not even life altering. <laughs> you, you just fix it and you move on. You show up every single day for your book business. You show up every single day for your family, for your friends, for the other important people in your life. And you take imperfect ap- action. And so my friends, if you go through and you incorporate into your morning these intentions, a vision statement, the rules by which you live your life, the principles by which you run your business, the affirmations that are going to help you be a stronger, tougher, more growth mindset type of a person. If you do this for 30 days, I guarantee you, you will have hacked your way through imposter syndrome. And if you didn't, then there's some deeper issues at root (laughs) and you really need some help. And I'm not the one to give it to you. I'm just the one to help you hack through them so that you can show up every day and get that work done and move your book business forward. So I hope that you found this helpful. If you want the downloadable, um, my version of this morning routine, this morning vision, I need a name for it. This morning, <laughs> morning formula. If you need or want my, my version of it so that you can create yours from it, lauriewrightauthor.com slash have your mindset. And the link of course will be in the show notes. So thank you for listening uh, to me today. You can tell that I live, I embody that whole take imperfect action and don't wait because my podcasts always have uh, mispronunciations and ums and ahs and background noise and kids and dogs and the fan because I'm always cold. But you know what? I think it's okay, right? You're still here. You're still listening. I'm still here. I'm still recording. So thank you for being here. Share it if you feel like there's some author friends out there that might need it. And and I wish you all the best. And I will be back to talk at you next week. Goodbye, my friends.